Today, our gospel, uh, our gospel today seems to be kind of scatterbrained. Seems to kind of be all over the place. We got some, some stars and the sun going out, some stars falling to the ground. We've got some things about the end of the world, we think, but like the end of a temple as well. We don't quite know what's talking about what. Big thing today in the gospel is that we're coming to the end of the liturgical year. As I said at the beginning of Mass, we're coming to the end of the year. And one of the things that we can reflect on since we're coming to the end of the year is we can, come, we can reflect on the end of time. Now, I know all of us, that kind of is like, it's probably like a nervous thing. It's probably something that we're not comfortable talking about is the end. Because the end usually is kind of uh, this mysterious, dark, kind of crazy thing. We hear in Book of Revelation, they got stuff about dragons. We got the sun going out. We got stars hitting the earth. We got everything being destroyed. Like, it doesn't sound like the end is a very hopeful place. I know as a kid, growing up, like, I used to watch a lot of TV. I still watch a lot of TV. But I used to watch a lot more TV. And one of the things that I used to hate with television... One of the things I used to hate more than anything else, like when I was a kid watching the Power Rangers, you know, like every week, every single day after school, I used to hate at the end of an episode seeing three words pop up, to be continued. I couldn't stand it, man. Like It was like, why couldn't they just tell us the whole story in the half hour, right? Well, usually whenever those words to be continued came up on a TV show, that usually meant that it was a big point. Like there was something big that was about to happen in the next episode. So it kind of made you, you weren't satisfied with the one episode, but you started all of a sudden looking forward to the next one. Like there was an anticipation when you saw to be continued that man, like all of a sudden I can't wait till next week to see next week's episode, to see what happens. As, a, as, a, uh, as an, now an adult um, with a very, very kid spirit, I love going to see all of the Marvel movies, right? And Marvel, every movie that has come out, every superhero movie that has come out in the past 15 years seems to have, during the credits, kind of like that same kind of little teaser pointing to the next movie. Always pointing to the next movie, getting us excited about the next thing. So you don't leave the movie like satisfied and okay, but you leave the movie more thinking like, what's the next step? What's the next thing? I think us as human beings, like one of the things we like to do is to start thinking about what's next. Except when it comes to what's next after death, or what's next at the, after the end of the world? Because we're nervous there. We don't know for sure. And like, even though our faith talks about stuff, and even though in the creed we say different stuff about the world to come, we, we just kind of get nervous. Are we sure? Do we really know for a fact that this is what's going to happen? Well, in today's gospel, we hear about two different endings that are coming that Jesus is pointing towards. Now, during during this chapter of Mark's gospel, we hear he's talking about two very, very distinct things. One, he's talking about the end of the temple. So he's talking to a Jewish context, a Jewish world, and the temple is like the center of the Jewish world. 
right? So if we don't recognize that he's talking about the end of the Jewish world, like the end of Jewish worship, then we might get a little bit freaked out and not know exactly what, what is supposed to be for what. But he's talking about the end of the Jewish world. But at the same time, he's talking about how that points and shows us about the end of the real world, the end of the rest of the world, the end of this age. In in this chapter of Mark's gospel, he makes a prediction that within one generation, the Jewish world, the Jerusalem will be flattened, that the temple will be destroyed, that all Jewish worship with the blood sacrifice and everything, all of that will be stopped. And Jesus dies at about 30 years, about 33 AD. And by 70 AD, 40 years later, the temple is flattened. It's over. So he makes right on his prediction. But when he's talking about the end of the age, when he's talking about the end of the world, when he's talking about the, the, the second coming of him, of Christ, he says, we don't know the hour. This is where he uses those different parables about looking forward and being prepared. For each of us, I think part of, the, part of the nervousness that we have when we approach the subject of the end of the world, when we approach the subject of death, part of the, the, the struggle that I think a lot of us have, I know I do, is am I ready? Like Jesus over and over and over in the scriptures, over and over to us through the church fathers, through St. Paul, through all of the evangelists, continues to tell us and continues to reassure us that if we are prepared, when that time comes, we have nothing to be worried about. And I know for me, I sit there thinking, well, Lord, am I prepared? Am I ready? What things in my life, Lord, need to change so that I can be ready? Am I prepared for the end when I don't know the day, when I don't know the hour? Am I prepared and ready to go when you call me? I think all of us, during this time of Thanksgiving, during this week, this week of celebration that we have, of this week of really preparing, right? If you don't think that you need to prepare, like you got to know exactly how long the turkey got to sit out and defrost. We got to know exactly who's going where and what people are coming over and make sure we get the head count and everything right because everybody got to have a space around the table. If you're someone who's not worried about Thanksgiving so much but worried about Black Friday, like you got to know what store you're hitting when you're hitting it. We got to make sure we got the coffee and the donuts and everything ready to go in the car at like three o'clock on Thanksgiving afternoon because it seems like Black Friday's creeping up more and more and more, right? We got to make sure we're prepared for all these things. Well, when it comes to our soul, are we prepared? When it comes to the questions of, am I going to see the Lord face to face when my time comes, am I prepared? Am I ready? I think each of us, 
It would be good for us this week, especially as we're thinking of all the things we're thankful for. Absolutely, that is beautiful. And we should share that around the table on Thursday, no question. But at the same time, each of us to take a little bit of time this week, take a little bit of time this morning, as we're coming to Mass, as we're coming to see the Lord face to face in the sacrament. Lord, what places in my life do I still need your grace so that I can be prepared to see you face to face? Every Mass we celebrate, we begin with what's called the penitential rite. We begin by recognizing that we're sinners. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. We begin by recognizing our sin and asking the Lord for forgiveness before we're invited to come and see him face to face. If we look at that as a model of how we're to live our life, we have to look at our sin. We have to look in the ways that we're, we're, we're limited. Look in the ways that we fall short so that we can one day see him face to face. Not, in, not under the guise of bread and wine. Not under that veil. But see his face. Face to face with us, eye to eye. As we approach today this altar, as we approach this Mass, let us take a moment. It's a moment of silence. Simple, easy prayer. Just ask the Lord, Lord, where do I need your grace? Where do I need your help? Where do I still need to grow so that I can be prepared when it's time for me to see you face to face.